0: What you ain't about to do is you ain't gonna about to sit here and tell me, Stephen A. Smith, on my show, that Arsenal can't win the league. I mean, you 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 you, you 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 must be out your mind. You you must be out your mind. Arsenal can't win the league. I ain't having it. Not here. Not it. where's that camera? Where's that camera? Look at me. I'm not here, America. I'm not listening to it. Arsenal Football Club. They can win the league. You heard it here first. Stephen A. Much love.
1: Don't get me started with that shit. Especially after that disgraceful performance today in the Europa. Disgraceful, disgraceful, disgraceful. disgraceful. There's five players who shouldn't even be in the Premier League in this team. In the record uh, yeah. of in the league. record
0: of the sport, in the record of the sport, has can you list off how many wins have been called disgraceful performances? <laughs> that was embarrassing. You were embarrassed by that. at
1: home. They had they were terrible. <laughs> the guy was doing kickups on the <laughs> on the goal line and kicked it right out of bounds, and we can only get one goal. The ref was terrible in that game. I might say too. <laughs> he he literally was trying so hard for the Zurich to get the equalizer every 50 yeah. 50 call went Zurich's way and every foul on Zurich was not called <clears throat> but yeah we'll start with some european action i guess uh, i don't really want to talk too much about that arsenal performance top of the group though man united get second in their group so they will have um. to play extra europa league games and i'm looking at that now somebody posted it So, uh, yeah, uh, they finished second. So how it's going to work is they will have to play a playoff um, in two legs. It's actually going to be a two-leg playoff. So basically um, teams like Barcelona, Juventus, uh, Sevilla, Ajax will enter the Europa League into a round of 32 now. Eight teams from Champions League. And then eight teams that finish second in Europa will do a two-leg playoff. Um, and that's February 16th and 23rd. And then the round of 16, which Arsenal qualify for immediately, starts March 9th. So we don't have to see Europa until March 9th, which I'm happy. I'll take the four-month break from Europa football because um, I don't know if it's our bench is terrible or they just don't really care about the group stages. They knew they were going to coast through it anyway which I think that could be some of it, and they just weren't motivated for these games. Um, focusing on the league right now, and it worked out. So kudos to them if that's true. But uh, I've seen enough of Sambi Likanga. The guy's awful, awful, invisible out there. I've been told he's a better eight. He, well, he played at the eight today, and he did absolutely nothing. Did absolutely yeah. nothing. No presence at all. Uh, Eddie and Ketia. Six games in Europa League, two goals. That's embarrassing. When you're playing Bodo, and they just gave him 100K a week, which is ridiculous. I think Luis Diaz on Liverpool is making 45K a week.
0: Yeah. No, that yeah
1: that's not fair, though. That's that's not it, fair. It is fair because that's completely 100K different a week, Colin, no. it's not completely different. He's not good enough. If he was a striker on Nottingham Forest, I I think he probably wouldn't even be the starter for them. It's not good enough. If we make the Champions League next year, which I'm expecting us to, Rob Holding, Eddie Nketiah, Fabio Vieira, I'm including him in there. Actually, I'm not going to include him. I'll give him some more time, but I'm not happy with that buy. We could have used a central midfielder instead of him for 40 mil. Mm -hmm. Um, But Rob Holding, Eddie Nketiah, Cedric Suarez, who hasn't played much, but I've seen enough of him in the past couple of years. And um, Rob Holding, La Conga, Eddie Nketiah. There was one more. Hmm, I'll stay there. Those guys need to go. Sure. They need to get the fuck off the team. They are not champions equality. You put them in at the fucking burnabout in Real Madrid. Kareem Benzema is scoring a hat-trick within 10 minutes on Rob Holding. Luca uh-huh. Modric is going to run through Sambi La Conga.
0: We know that would never be the case.
1: We know I, this I hope
0: league. so. We, but, but but we know this. We know this. Should, I, I should don't Barney, know this. Should Barney we, an injury that that would not we would not see those players get on the pitch. But injuries do happen for sure. And in those situations, you're you're wanting a stronger bench, which I'm not going to dispute. That's that's definitely a solid solid case. And yes, it's agreed. Everyone is looking towards the window on both Europe. Everyone's super happy European Europe plays over right now. Everyone. I mean, UEFA doesn't start until the 14th of February. That's technically when Europa starts. Now I know you said Arsenal don't get playing until March. So that's good for you. you you're you're done. Mm-hmm. With it. Now I like for lack of a way of describing the players you're listing. I don't disagree that they, when you get to champions league are definitely not sustainable for those types of games. Those are, carabella fa cup type players and even then you can dispute if you want to win that they're not quality there and i'm not going to argue that because that's for sure i just think we've got to remember the dis the the good the good problem of the disleveled of placement between expectations and actual reality of where you guys are and the expectation started off lower and You guys are exceeding them. So now that we're exceeding those expectations and we're getting better results, yes, our expectations go high, but let's not overextend and get our expectations too high. Uh, I was reading through some of the comments uh, through on the uh, Mm -hmm. AFTC underscore fan club. And it's basically Arsenal fans... And the question was, what did you think of today's performance? And very, very split on uh, Eddie, on everyone said Tierney, great job. Uh, Rams, uh, what the hell was he doing in that one play in the first half? I mean, golly, that was, that was silly. Um, Yes. It was ridiculous. uh, Samby's getting, getting... A lot of part. he deserves oh, it. Yeah. He's getting lit. He's getting lit up right now, and I don't know from the outside. I think you're. I think you're being a little harsh on Vieira. The, everything else has been co- has been fair to me. Vieira is the one where there are two things with them. Again, you signed him because of the project. You did not expect to be this good this early. Now that you guys are exceeding those expectations, and he was signed as a project player. We're putting him in situations where he's still a project player and the expectation is, though, we need a solid... Now, it's been enough time. He was bad today. I'm giving him too much
1: love. Bad the last few games.
0: Yeah, he had a clear shot on goal, and he sailed it, and I was pretty pissed about it, because I was hoping at least to get a shot on goal, and I can be like, look, he's attacking, he's aggressive, but he airmailed it, and I started to have to back, started to try to backspace on the on the texting you, because I was like, damn it, all you had to do was hit it on goal one time, and, and I can just, you know, defend you, but he couldn't even give me that, so yeah, he, he was bad, he was bad. Uh, but yeah, it, it, Europe's over. Europe's over. We're done with it. Everyone take a good break. It's good to kind of reflect on it right now, though, right? You're going to have some yeah. fun. Europa's a big one now. You win Europa. You want it now, don't you? Because you, now you got bigger clubs in it. So now it's even more kind of... Uh, I know I want to watch it more now.
1: I want to see Man United get draw Barcelona. That'd be great.
0: Get yeah, one of be. those
1: two teams out of there. You know, yeah, it would be. Get the, get, get the good teams out make it easier for us because I'm con- still concerned about the depth, but we'll see. We don't have to address it to March. Uh, it's been boring there. The performances haven't been good for Arsenal, but I, like I said, I don't know if it's just the bench sucks or just, but the thing is like, if you're not getting up for those games, like Eddie and Ketia, you should be fighting, you know, Jesus hasn't scored in seven games. Now you should be pulling hard yeah. and scoring yourself to try to get first-team football in the league. You know, that's not a good enough excuse for me. Um, They just haven't been motivated for Europa. Fabio Vieira should be motivated. He should be Uh trying to displace Odegaard. Uh You know, Sambi should be motivated. He he, he should be trying to get first-team football. And Ketia should try to be replacing Jesus. Holding, you know, well, if they're not motivated, then that kind of speaks to the problem I'm saying, that this depth isn't good enough. But we'll move on. Got a big Premier League weekend. Or did you want to talk about uh, anything else from Champions League before I move on?
0: Oh, yeah. Great. Or, or, I I mean, Europa. Yeah, we finalized the fixtures. Uh, Benfica, shout out to you. The draws uh, is Monday gave... as well. Yeah. Is it is it for Europa as well? Okay, perfect. So both, both are on the same day. So we'll cover that yeah. on the next pod as well. That's going to be That'll dope. be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from a city perspective, the youngins played with a little bit of sprinkled veterans. Um, Julian Alvarez has officially had his moment game. Um, and this is a game where results really don't. Yes, it, it's one. I don't want, I don't. We get slapped four nil. I cry. I'm pissed off. We lose two one. I'm still kind of pissed off at Sevilla. Um, but you don't want, you want no injuries and you want to see what the youngins can do. And, I wanted a huge game of Julian Alvarez. First 45 minutes, I was not extremely disappointed, but I was like, damn, he's another Jesus. I don't have a true striker. I just have another guy who can can kind of cover all three front attacking positions and has an engine like no other. Okay, I'm cool with that, I guess. He backs me up, no problem. Plus, we got money out of Gabriel Jesus. I'm mentally trying to cope with now the change in what I'm thinking of Julian Alvarez because I'm like – Dude I'm just not seeing it We're getting the ball We're trying to find that guy Like Holland's there But Alvarez is not there And so I start to think It's not the tactics The tactics We're not playing false nine Pep has already come out And said we're not doing it We're not having the conversation Of playing that style this year And he's not going to do The whole Holland plays We play one style He doesn't play We do another style Um, it's, It's Each game is separate But we're ultimately trying to Yeah and ring that damn bell I hear you we're trying to go ahead and like let it be known that Julian Alvarez is a true striker for us. The poise and composure on that goal, um, three all three goal contributions came from him. Either he scored it or he dimed to assist. Um, yeah, loved every bit of it. S- kind of pissed off Kevin had to play. Um, he played. But- I didn't. I didn't watch at all. I'm surprised he played. Yeah, he had the dime to to Julian Alvarez. It was a beautiful goal. Uh, put that bitch right on the money like Kevin does. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You showed me that.
0: Yeah. So uh I, I'm just really happy for Alvarez. I think that's his coming to Jesus moment. We need to get him going. Um I'm I'm hoping he can maybe kind of play with Holland. Uh, I hope he starts uh in the weekend. Uh, but yeah, that's my big take for City uh in the in, in UEFA in Champions League. Um, PSG, man, Benfica getting that sixth goal to go ahead and get them to win the group. That's huge. PSG's got some potential games now that that could be be different. Um,
1: PSG can be drawn into teams like Man City, teams like Tottenham, teams like Chelsea could be seeing um, PSG in the first round, which would be a nightmare scenario for any of those teams, I would think. You do not want to see... Messi, Neymar, Mbappe in the oh. round of 16. Your Champions League dreams could be cut very, very short. So, yeah, um, I would love, absolutely love if we're talking here Monday that Tottenham drew PSG. That would be hilarious to me. Incredible. Totally to watch Conte park the bus on that one. Uh-huh. That would be hilarious. He would have
0: everybody in the box. Oh God, it'd be ridiculous. It, it it would it would be laughable to see all of the snapshots you can have of Harry Kane squaring up against Mbappe, like trying to defend him. Um yep. I got a spoiler alert for you. I'm gonna tell you City are drawing. Are you ready? Inside scoop. No. Boy. Inside scoop. Inside inside scoop. Actually it's not, it's mathematically probability wise. I don't know how they calculate this, but I know for City this is the highest percentage because X amount of you know each club gets x, x amount or whatever so when he goes yeah, i think you can't
1: did, draw a team from your same country you, right?
0: you can't yeah. yeah you can't uh draft you can't play in the next in the knockout range someone from your own uh country or someone in your own group that you were just in um mm. and so with percentage-wise probability-wise it's Inter milan mm. so take that's that. uh, Still, wh- still, why wouldn't up. it be
1: PSG, though? PSG's up there, too, though. That's
0: kind of scary. It could scary. be. It could yeah. be. It's, it's, one of, it's one of them, but I think it's probability-wise. I, I don't know the rest of this. I can't speak intelligently to it. I don't know. I don't want to go that far into saying it why. But I think it's based on away goals, points, uh, all these other factors. Um, but, yes, yeah. PSG is a possibility. Frankfurt's a possibility. Dortmund isn't because they were in our group. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the list goes on and on, but Liverpool, Liverpool can get themselves a, a tough matchup based on circumstances. Uh, it's going to be fun. Monday is going to be a great, great day for the draw and to just talk about months at, months ahead. Even during the World Cup, we're going to be wondering about those first February games and who plays each other. Yeah. I
1: am. Uh, I didn't listen to the Aaron Boone interview on Michael K, but I'm looking. We'll transition to the Premier League here now, but I'm looking at some quotes. Oh God! From from Aaron Boone. You want you want to get you want to get angry right now? Here's here's, uh, I'll give you a couple, and then we'll move on back to the Premier League. Um, Aaron Boone on Josh Donaldson being starting third baseman next season. I read this. Aaron Boone said, "As we sit here right now, absolutely." He's been an offensive machine for the best part of his career. I think it was one of those years where he was just searching for that consistency. 180 games, he was searching for consistency and never found it. For not even he was, he didn't even have a 2-week period where he got hot in 160 games. I think it's maybe because he's 37 years old, Aaron Boone, and he's probably done. Father time came knocking. I mean, that is just not what you want to hear he's a fucking idiot in fairness uh in fairness what don't even agree with a a percentage
0: of what he said not one slide not one bit i'm pissed off that we're even in the scenario that we i have to defend this schmuck but it's Uh, it's coco the monkey at the managerial position in that interview at this time with the summer window or the winter window coming has to talk up its assets I know you don't want to hear it. I know it's not the truth, but he has to at least. I'm giving the David Samson answer right now, Brian. He may not like him. He may not like the production. He may actually believe what he's saying. Regardless, he has to talk him up because if he has any bit of value, which I know it is fucking none based on production, anyone can see that. You still got to talk him up like he's a quality player and he can be something for you next year. You got to. Sucks to say. Yeah, you're it's right, but it's still annoying. It's embarrassing. You don't have to say he
1: was searching for consistency. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing. Like he was like, searching for. He could have just said the the other part. He, he was an <laughs> offensive machine for the rest of his career, and it. Don't tell us that he was searching for consistency in one of those years. No. Like I said, he wasn't even good for a two week period. He didn't even have a two week period where you're like, okay, Donaldson's back. No. Not once. It's just he always goes too far, Aaron Boone, as this is what it is. Like, I get that you can't trash your player because he's on the roster still, but, like, you, you went too far with the he was just searching for consistency. I mean, come on. It's horrible. But it's we horrible. Move. We shouldn't Premier even be League talking. Weekend. Nah, yeah, I'm done. I'm getting I'm getting mad already. Um, Premier League <laughs> weekend. It's a big one. Two more Premier League weekends, World Cup break. Um we had some players go down. Actually, Tomiasson went down for Arsenal. I hope it's not too serious, but it didn't look good. He was kind of grimacing, like it was a problem. You know, players usually know when they're when they're actually injured. Yeah. Um, so that didn't look good. Son is going to be out for a little bit, getting eye surgery. That's big for Spurs. I mean, they're going into this this Liverpool game this weekend um, without Richardson, without Kulusevski, without Son now. So, Emerson Royale as a right winger. I want to see it. Mm. <laughs> I want to see it's it. It's easy enough to do it. I, I, that's what I'm saying. It is a possibility. Um, so, yeah, you take a glance at these Premier League fixtures. Uh, what what stands out to you?
0: It uh, stands Before out to right? getting my ass up early as hell in the morning to see oh the current reigning champs. and Or the, not the reigning champs, the, the reigning winners right now and see what the hell they have going on because – I mean, that's gonna be a doozy. You've been talking hell of shit on Chelsea. Chelsea have been absolutely grotesque even since Potter and getting there, and I'm confused as to what they are. Potter's confused as to what they are, and I don't know i i I know he's got it in him. We all know he's a quality manager, but he hasn't quite figured it out at Chelsea, and it's it's been a little funny to see, honestly, they look lost when they play. The buildup looks just, ah, I don't know, not fluid. I mean, hell, I yeah. see him next week in, in cup play, so maybe I shouldn't be talking shit, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just – I've said it. I'm, I just
1: don't – I don't really fear them. They are going to Stanford Bridge, so, I mean, an away game always tougher than a home game. That home game, I'm not worried at all. This game, you know, they could have their moments. They – But I I would favor Arsenal in this game big time. So, yeah, I mean, that stands out, obviously. Chelsea-Arsenal rivalry game. Mm -hmm. London Derby, so that's a big one. Spurs-Liverpool is a big one for Liverpool. 4-4-4 Liverpool. If they have any top four, that's the magic number. Because if they want... Because the title's done. The title's done. If you want top four this year, you better win the Champions League. Or you better... Get a win this weekend against Spurs. A battered up Spurs, as we just said, right? They, they yeah. had a few injuries to so their attacking players. There's really no reason for Liverpool to be conceding more than a goal. Really, no reason. I mean, you, you just got to worry about one person, Harry Kane. That's it. There's nobody else to worry about. I'm sorry. Nobody. Lucas Moura is dead and dusted. I don't even know who their other attacker is. They're going to have to, they're probably going to have to play a 4 4 2. Two up top. Or a five, five, what is it? What five, three, using? two. Five, three, two. Yeah. They're going to have to play that because they're going to have nothing there. So that stands out to me as well. Um, yeah, that's about it. Nothing too crazy. Uh, Villa versus Man United at Villa Park could be interesting. I want to see if Emery bounces back from that massacre last weekend against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's it. We'll start breaking this down, though. Let's start with uh, let's start with the big ones. Let's do that. We were just talking about them. We'll start right there. 7 a.m. start time in the U.S. Disgrace, disgrace, disgrace. Almost as disgraceful as Paramount Plus today with the fucking 35-minute awful stream of the Arsenal-Zeric game. It's embarrassing. Um, that was ridiculous. But, yeah, 7 a.m., Chelsea at Stamford Bridge taking it on top of the league, Arsenal going to be an interesting one for me. Um, I think we win this. I'm going in it very confident. We've played well against Chelsea in the past, recent, especially recently, FA Cup. But, you know, besides that, I look at Arsenal this year. I look at Chelsea. I think everybody can say Arsenal is clearly better than them this year. Chelsea just can't figure it out. Did okay in the Champions League. You know, the the, 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 the um, AC Milan results, they did the double over them. But Milan, in those games, you have to remember, had a lot of injuries. So those two results really pushed them to the top of that group. But in the league, very, very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. 6-3-3. Three, and three. And we have to remember, a couple of those games, you give them the Tottenham game. But that West Ham game with that atrocious handball, not, not handball, but that atrocious foul call on Mendy. And then I'm there was keeper, another yeah. game against Palace where Thiago Silva handballed it to stop a fast break yeah. and didn't get a red card. So, you know, their league form's just been shaky, and they were just dispatched by Brighton pretty easily. So I'm thinking we go in there and play our game. This should be an easy, easy 2-3-1 win for Arsenal. I'm sure there'll be some moments where we're under the gun, but for me, I've seen Cucure- Cucurella. He's going to have to play at left back or left in the in the three the three center back formation. Colabali's out. Chillwell just went off the other day. Chillwell's definitely more better than me on that side, so I expect our wingers to just be running and destroying them all day, attacking from the corners, from the flanks, all fucking day. I expect us to get a few goals. I need a Gabriel Jesus goal. He's going on like eight games now. Eight games now. And I'll start right there. Gabriel Jesus is going to be my pick for goal of the week. He's going to be one of my three. He's going to be one of my three goal scorers this week who I'm picking. He's due a goal. He scored against Tottenham. You know, he's scored in those big games so far. He's gotten big goals for us that we've needed. He's had... A couple moments, but against Chelsea at the bridge, he's going to score. That's going to be his big Arsenal moment. He's going to get us started on Saturday. And, yeah, I'm going into this game saying I I think we take it. I think we take it. I'll be up 7 a.m., and I hope at 9 a.m. I'm looking at an Arsenal victory. What are you thinking?
0: This is the weekend of points being dropped. I got a feeling it's a draw. Mm i i I'm going, and I'm and this is I'm not going off of what I did last weekend on on just going against the grain of the salt with Leeds pool. Um, what I'm trying to do here is understand that in the grand scheme of things, there's parity in the league, and it's early. Everyone's trying to get to the end. But I'm looking more at that Chelsea Club right now and what's been going on. And I see a fight coming. I see some sort of stand-up moment to where Potter needs this because he knows questions really start to come and the door of did we make the right decision gets wide open and those avenues of conversation start come flooding in. And this is it. It's the weekend of, of some sort of result. He hasn't done much. I don't have much to defend or support anything on what I'm telling you right now, other than the fact that I think they're gonna be up for it because they know they need it. They need it. they they desperately need it because they need to with well, also what I'm predicting, which is Tottenham are gonna get slapped. and I think you're not gonna uh, you're dropping points, but you're not losing. I got it being a two two draw. I have it being a hard fought game. Mm-hmm. I have it being refs being some sort of decision making situation for one or the other. Um, I am not going to put any player on any roster in this game um, for a goal. I don't fucking trust Raheem Sterling. And against Chelsea, there have been moments, and I don't. I, the record could probably prove that I'm wrong but Gabriel Jesus has killed me against Chelsea. I've remembered distinct (laughs) aggravations of moments like, why are you not hitting him in? Um, Yeah, so I'm going 2-2 draw. It's going to be a quality game. I will be 100% up for it because I think this is where I'm looking now to see vulnerability in Arsenal in the league. That's, that's the, this is the first weekend to where I can truly say, not only do I expect them that I think that if they keep going, they can win the league, but I'm thinking right now, this is a weekend where someone else give me some help as, as a city fan, give me some help because I don't see other clubs doing it. I think Chelsea might be the ones just because of the tacking. If you want to go with the system and based on the back and forth, I think, uh, your wingers are going to, you sit it in the on the head. The pressure for Martinelli and Saka is coming. I really believe it. But on the back end, I just think Conor, Conor uh, uh, Gallagher is going to have some moments. Um, mm. Yeah, that's. I think he's going to. Cre- he's going to be special. Mm. He's going to create. They need a huge game out of him.
1: I, I don't worry about their attack and having um, Zinchenko back for this like game so. is going to be huge. Is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, them not having Rhys James. Them not having Ben Chilwell. You know, they play in a wing back system. Those are two two big losses for them. So yeah, not having those two guys, Ruben uh, Loftus ass cheek, that guy's a bum. I'm 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 running, I am running fucking Saka at him all fucking day, and he will have a field day. We're gonna be able to push those wing backs very far back and they're gonna be absolutely toothless in attack. Obama sure. Yang's gonna come in there. And he's going to think he's going to get revenge. He did this gutless BT advertisement where you're going to, you know what you're doing about You're going to piss off the fans. And that's the only thing you have left at Arsenal. Cause the manager doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't. Yeah. And you're pissing off a fan base who backed you the whole time you were here. Yeah. Even when you were being a cunt on the fucking field and showing up late all the time. And when you were missing sitters and in a season where you had Six league goals after that FA Cup run. After you got your contract, you were fucking shit. We still backed you, and now you put out an advertisement for a quick check with BT. That oh, I'm back now and I'm in blue. Get the fuck out of here. You're gonna get. You're gonna embarrass yourself on Sunday. Better not come with that chess and not score a goal. Better not. Oh yeah. And and yeah. I just I don't see how they're gonna handle it. What we have for them and Zinchenko being back is big. Because now we can play that inverted midfield. He's going to sneak up. Jacques is going to go further up the pitch. Partey is going to be able to sag back and be a holding the holding mid- midfielder we need. And then we're going to make that pitch very small, and we're going to get a lot of chances. And Keppa, yeah. who's been good but had a shit game last Saturday, and he's been shit for Chelsea in the past. Are they going to pick Keppa? Are they going to pick Mendy? We'll see. But I mean, honestly, I don't see how how they're going to get more than maybe one goal on us, and I don't think that's going to be enough. I don't see us scoring. I don't see us, you know, just scoring one goal off the bridge. I think we're going to have lots of chances. We're really going to be able to push them back. Zinchenko being back is huge. He was getting – he was warming up there today. So he's going to get – he's going to be ready to give us 60 minutes, and I think that's what we need. That inverted midfielder that really – he's so good on the ball. He's going to be able to hold, hold possession. We're going to dominate the ball. And I just don't see how they're gonna create enough of chances to cause us problems. So Libas gonna pocket a And yeah, that's that's my prediction. And I'm going three one. I'm going three one. I think I think I think it'll be a tight game, but we'll get two goals in the second half and we'll get three one and I'm picking Jesus for the goal.
0: So you low key just talked me into an Arsenal win. <laughs> I'm keeping the 2-2 draw, but um, um, you low-key kept, talked me into it for the sole reason that I just imagined, imagined right now. Miguel Arteta in that fucking locker room before the game reading the fucking quotes or just having someone make a video of Obama Yang reading the quotes out loud himself so the players can hear his voice himself saying those words. Because we all know Miguel is that, like, different leader. I'm going to, like, piss you the fuck off in front of you type shit and get you riled up. Yeah, I think Miguel might have them boys ready, boy. And and the Zinni point is, I think, probably the most strongest tactical uh, argument that you have. Him coming back is, oh, uh, it's another reason. he. I, I'll say it. Fuck it. He is the number one reason I am getting up to watch this game. I love Zinchenko, and to watch him play midfield, because that's what he's pretty much going to be fucking doing, pinging balls in, it's going to be great to see. So I hope he gets a start.
1: You know, in that video that leaked where he was calling out the club, he kind of did diss the players on Arsenal. He basically said that Arteta loves to control people, and he can't control me, and basically saying that the players that are there – uh they're just bitches and they follow Arteta and do what they say so that's yeah. a good that's a good shout i, I that would be interesting if he uses that and i could see it i could see hey we need an extra little bit of motivation we shouldn't need that but i'm gonna use it anyway it's chelsea we usually get up for chelsea so potter starts yeah, him, i just right? think
0: huh potter starts him right i don't know he started
1: him midweek he really hasn't been starting him back to back so yeah. I don't know. I really don't. He
0: started he started Mendy midweek too. So I don't yeah. know what he's gonna do because he started I don't know what he's gonna do. on the weekend. And um, the Chihuahua
1: injury is big, like I said. Yeah God, center please, back. Please put Pulisic at win back. Please. Our
0: wingers yeah. will fucking destroy them. Yeah. So guaranteed starters, I'm pretty I'm fairly confident on the following. Um Raheem Sterling, Kukurella at center back. I'm fairly confident on um uh shit. This guy just play uh, Gallagher. He's been in form. Um, yeah, he'll play. Yeah, and then uh, you think he will
1: play that Zakaria guy again? He scored midweek Champions League.
0: I I saw leaked footage from training, and the guy hit like four out of five from like outside the box, and I was sitting there like. I know his card, his gold card on FIFA 23 is cracked, but I didn't know this fucker was doing this shit. Yeah, like he's, he's,
1: he was trash last
0: year, and he's had a bunch of injury problems. So, but he's well, he's, he's been a, he's been around. If I can be keep, if yeah. I can keep it a buck with you, there are a couple steals that you can get from Syria when a player goes over there from injury. I don't know what the fucking deal is with their physios and shit, but this is why we got Jow on a swoop deal. Jao Cancelo came to us from Juventus because we made a swoop deal or no inner because we had a swoop deal for oh no it was Juventus fuck am I talking about Uh, we traded Danilo uh, uh, straight up for Jao and like 20 million and it was all because Jao was apparently hurt coming off some sort of injury and shit motherfucker played that summer weekend or, or whatever when he came I was like what the hell like dudes apparently hurt and he gave us minutes already so I don't know about that shit. I think you can always kind of get, like, a, a little swoop or a little steal from Serie A.
1: Yeah, of course. You can always get, you know, there's always going to be good players in uh, every league, no matter if it's a farmer's league or not. But, um, yeah, so you, you said you changed your prediction. But, yeah, I, I just want to reiterate again, you know, the, the lack of Chelsea attack. Zinchenko <laughs> is going to be pushed far into that midfield, and he's going to become, like, an extra box-to-box midfielder almost in attack, which is key, key to this game. Absolutely key. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready to play. I think Mikel probably would have put him in, but he saw, hey, we just lost Tomiyasu. We don't want, We don't. We can't afford to lose Zinchenko again if we put him in. Tierney got a kick at the end too. So yeah, uh, we got to ride out these last three games. And I'm picking three one. What are you going with?
0: I'm going two two. I'll keep. I'll keep the draw. Uh, I think it's going to be hard fought. You really sold me on the Mikel fight. Um, but, again, I really think Potter needs this. I think he's going to cook up a gem. Uh, something tells me he's been watching. Uh, and and he, he. this is what I'm banking all of this on. Potter needs this more than anything else. And I think he feels that pressure. That in itself will motivate Chelsea. Yeah, well, we showed
1: uh, their schedule. We showed their schedule before the World Cup. It's Arsenal, Man City. Newcastle all within eight days, seven days, seven days, all within seven days. So yeah, that's, that's the only thing I'll give them is they're going to show up. They have to win this game. This is a must win. So they're going to show up. They got the home crowd. That's going to be behind them. Um, so yeah, it'll be tough for sure. But I think, you know, I think we'll get a, 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 Pretty convincing win at the end, you know. It definitely
0: will be yeah. tough in that first half, though. That October well, yeah. you've had too. Fuck, there's no way you guys can have that amazing of an October. Your October has been damn near fucking perfect. Drop us something, damn it. Give us a shot. Shit, this would be we'll it. the only chance we have for the rest of the fucking uh, till January. I think this is a, this is the weekend.
1: We will see. We will see.
0: But let's go over to, um,
1: we're talking about it, we're on Sunday. Probably the second biggest game of the weekend. Could be the biggest in some people's eyes. We got Spurs at home going against Liverpool. Already mentioned, injuries are going to affect this game, mostly on the Tottenham side. Don't think Kulosevsky, I'm going to check to see if like there was any updates, if he's close, but nope. I don't think he was close to coming back. I heard after World Cup pretty much. So, yeah, yeah no Kulisevsky. We'll say it again. No Kulisevsky, no Romero, no... Um, son. No and no Son. That's very, very big. And you got to think... You got to think that fucking Klopp is saying, look, they're here for the fucking taking. Do you guys want to go into the World Cup this fucking far behind? Or do you want to pick up points and keep our our... our season alive, because you drop points here, I think we can officially say it's over. We've been kind of like saying it's officially over for Liverpool, but this is the final nail in the co- coffin. You can't get a win over a, a, a hurt Tottenham team. Arsenal's bench is trash, but Tottenham's bench is worse. Much worse. I mean, they don't have anything off the bench. They It's true. <laughs> Sessing, Young, Sessing Young, Ben Davies, like these guys are
0: trash, man.
1: Ben Davies is
0: absolute garbage. Sessegnon is bad, but he's a rotational player. For a backup, he's bad. He could not start for anyone for a top six team in the Prem, in my humble opinion. But he did have a nice goal where I was like, fuck, that was impressive on the run. He could, and for the left back, he kind of fits what he's trying to do. But I will only defend that and that much. Look, Spurs are beat up. Liverpool, this game is all about not Klopp's tactics or anything like that. This is all about the players in Liverpool. And I'm going to give you a hot take right now. Liverpool win this game. Incoming. Articles everywhere. Players only meeting before this game. We took this serious. We got Klopp and the managers and the rest of the st- coaching staff out. Physios, trainers, bench people, everyone out of the locker room. We're having this secret meeting right now. Incoming guaranteed because we've had this already right slap city one nil uh, we're back we're back had it before H- had some good results and then get the get the shellacking realism of arsenals here straight straight to by the uh people in the top of the league arsenal give it to them so this is about the players looking themselves in the mirror and having to come in the jesus moment so i got potter on 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 watch And I got the Liverpool players on watch This weekend It's going to be huge for them Whoever starts, I don't fucking know Because they're all bad right now Liverpool cannot give me one player That can start over Probably Yeah, probably both Arsenal And City I don't think there's one player right now That I would prefer And they beat us Maybe. And I can still fucking say that They're on
1: bad form for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's could be accurate. But yeah, I just think I just think this game is is for the taking for Liverpool and I see them yeah. being up for the challenge. You know, I think if they're going to drop points, it'll be against another, you know, mid to bottom table team. They're just in that zone this year where they're just they can't get up for these fucking low-level games and yeah. The 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 mid-table to bottom table teams, they do get up cuz it's Liverpool. Hey, Let's, let's go at Liverpool. Why not? We could beat them. They're not even nice. showing up to these games. So, a game like Spurs, you know, one of the traditional big six, I think Liverpool will get up for it, and the Spurs are weakened, and there's nothing on that bench right now that they can put in the starting lineup on Sunday. That's going to make me say, oh, okay, Liverpool will have a problem with that. This is yeah. going to be a park-the-fucking-bus game. There will be 63% possession minimum, 63%, 64% possession minimum for the game for Liverpool. They're going to dominate the ball, and you're going to see crosses. You're going to see through balls. You're going to see uh, fucking shots from the outside the box from Liverpool all day. I think they're just going to get peppered with chances, and Conte is going to park the bus and try to hold on for dear life. That's what I see. Um, I just don't see – especially – he doesn't care to stink out the, the joint. He doesn't care to piss off his home fans. And without Sun, without fucking all these attackers they have, he's going to stink this motherfucker out. It's going to be a gutless, gutless Spurs performance. Expressions is going to be fuming after this. And the only question is, how many goals will Liverpool score? Because there's been a lot of games this year where they've fucking peppered opponents, but they haven't put it in the back of the net. They haven't been that clinical this year. The 9-0 against Bournemouth, but it's Bournemouth. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's the only question for me. So what what are you going with? Are you picking any goal scorers from this?
0: What do you think the score is going to be? I think we're on the same page, though, with Liverpool. I'm actually not going to go with any goal scorers in this either. I don't trust any. I got Liverpool winning. I definitely agree with you that this is Liverpool's for the taking. And I think they'll probably have to find a way to deal with getting through the fortress of of the the entire roster back there. I think Conte is willing to go back there and play center back for a few minutes. It, it's like, possible. It, it's going to be absurd what we're going to watch. And it should be embarrassing because top clubs <laughs> don't do that at home. Top clubs don't fight they, like that. They've done and it even, so many times already. And even with injuries, you know, should let's, let's knock on wood, but we'll go down that situation. That happens... In years past, Liam DeLash gets the call, and he's getting the start. Fuck it. We'll start the youngster. We're going at your dome, dude. We're not going to play 90 minutes of just letting you have the superior situation and tactically doing what you do, and then we have five to seven minutes of orchestrated buildup. Fuck that, bro. I'd rather lose 7 nothing, going at you with youngins. Eddie happen. will come, Eddie will come at you. You get if you give any credit to any Eddie who? Uh,
1: your boy. Oh, and Ketia? Yeah. Fuck him. Eddie. I don't even want to talk about him. Um, I'm going two to one uh, Liverpool. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'll take another 3-1. 2-1 one. One was my my pick last week. It was looking like 3-1 is going to be my pick. I picked two of them already. But yeah, I just think I watched the Spurs uh, fucking park the bus against Wolves at fucking home this year. So with the injuries, Conte's just going to go and and this is going to be his tactics. He's going to say we don't have, we don't have Son, we don't have fucking Kulusevski. We're going to park the bus and we're going to try to have a couple brilliant moments on the counter, and that's probably all we'll get. And hopefully Kane bags them in, or hopefully Kane gets uh, that the traditional gutless penalty he gets. But um. You know right. what? I'm I'm going with a clean sheet. Liverpool are holding a clean sheet. I'm going three zero Liverpool.
0: Nice. Yeah, yep. see
1: the Harry Kane. I, I kinda want to do the Harry Kane, but I'm
0: not because you I'm could going. just see him
1: getting a bullshit penalty,
0: right? Van Dyke touches yeah. him on his fucking leg and he goes town. Spot, down. On. Spot <laughs> on. Spot on. He's getting every bit of every call. Anything. He is broke. He is glass come when they play this game. Hundred percent.
1: I'm gonna say something though. He looked he looked worn down at the end of that Marseille game the other day. So that's it's another 80. thing to look out for. Harry Kane's fitness. He's getting up there in age. He's played a yeah. lot of minutes. He's gonna be playing a lot of minutes in the World Cup, played a lot of minutes in the Euros yeah. two years ago. Always starts for the inter- in the international breaks for England. So he's got a lot of minutes on that body. And at that the last 20 of that Marseille game, he was struggling. He was visibly, visibly struggling. So, I mean, that's another reason why you have to take Liverpool in this. I saw him huffing and puffing at the end of that game. So, yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. But we'll work backwards. Uh, 9 a.m. Wednesday, 9 a.m. Sunday. Wednesday, what the fuck am I talking about? 9 a.m. on Sunday, Aston Villa at home. Unai Emery trying to get a home win against Man United.
0: Um, Yeah, what do you think about this one? uh what how fast can unai get results before the window how fast can he get things going with limited amount of training sessions limited amount of situational understanding uh good evening and good luck to you sir because i don't know how you're going to figure it out um i've been looking at a few things about united and europa tells you a mindset as to what play what clubs are trying to do with it, where they see they can capitalize that Granacho guy uh yeah <laughs> he's really good um yeah he's very he's very talented and explosive. I really like what I saw from him um he'll be boy.
1: playing Sunday though
0: no 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 um I think united win I do not think. I have many, I have high expectations for Villa. Nothing memorable, getting slapped uh, in your first game back to the league last week. Just to confirm, Newcastle put a four spot on their dome. So I got a three to one loss. For Villa or United? Uh, For Villa, I got United winning.
1: So, th- th- this is such a brutal start for Emery. I'm going to read off the schedule, including... So, last week, he starts at Newcastle at St. James. Mm-hmm. Tough. We've, we've been pounding that fucking drum all season. That's one of the toughest away games in the Premier League. Yeah. Then he's got United this week at home. Then he's got United away in the League Cup uh, Thursday. Then he's got Brighton at Brighton. Uh, last game before the World Cup, and he comes back from the World Cup, and he has Liverpool at Villa Park, <laughs> and then he has Tottenham at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Like, that's that's a rough first six games. So, honestly, I, I'm going to go with a Villa result here, I think, because Whoa. if he's going to get a result anywhere, I think this yeah. is the most likely place um, at home against United, because I don't see him winning at Brighton away. Brighton will be prepared for that game. I don't see him getting a a win against Liverpool coming back on Boxing Day. I mean, maybe that could be the game where they get a result. But, yeah, I'm going to go. I I think United's going to have a slight slip-up here. You know, we're talking about slip-ups this week. So, I think United's going to be the team that has a slight slip-up. I'm going to say it's a 2-1 Aston Villa win. But I'm going to say one thing. De Gea is so angry about that not not being called for the Spain spot because he was money again today. I saw some of the highlights. He had some great saves again today. So, we'll see. I'm going to go I'm going to go with Villa. This is kind of like a more hopeful, you know, I want United to drop points. I want Villa to get something here cuz the next 5 games is going to be tough. But uh yeah. yeah. I'm going with that. I think Villa at home, first game for Emery at Villa Park. I think they'll be up for it. The crowd will be into it. It's a it's a Sunday afternoon game, 2, 2, 2 p.m. in the UK. So I think they'll, they'll be up for it. And I think United, you know, they're they they, they do a slip-up. So if anything's going to be – if any slip-up's going to happen, it's going to be this weekend. So I'm going to go 2-1 Villa.
0: Um, yeah. I love it. I would – I hope that that would happen. Um, I don't I, – I really don't – I can't tell you what to expect, even with an Unai team. You can even and speak yeah. to that more – the the build up play, the it's always more maybe I, I'm just too singular and, and basic and, and not as complex as what he tries to do, but I've never been fascinated with what he does and what his teams provide. So I got Ten Hag being able to match this up and coach this up. Um you did say that they play him twice. So I'm not you're not wrong. I actually agree that he's eventually gonna get a result with United, but it'll probably be in that cup play. Um, I think yeah, this game will maybe. be slapping and then Unai comes back and tries to get a result. Maybe the cup game is more important to Villa just based on the scenario. And he has, he is better in cup games, uh, Unai. So
1: that, that is a pretty good prediction from you, but yeah, I'm just going to go two one Villa and I'm going to stick with it. I'm not all the way convinced that that's going to happen, but um, it's kind of one of those where you're kind of hopeful that it does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 2-1. Um, next game, 9 a.m. Sunday in the U.S., uh, West Ham at home against Crystal Palace. Interesting game. West Ham won nothing loss last week. We talked about it. Probably should have got a point, but Super, Super De Gea came through and saved a bunch of chances at the end. And uh, they got a draw. And, yeah, disappointing. Disappointing again for West Ham. They have to, have to get a result here have to get a result let's look at their schedule because yeah, yeah i mean they're 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 in jeopardy for finishing in the bottom half of the table this year with the way they've been playing it, it's definitely possible and that would be extremely disappointing for west ham because they've been a team that's on the come up you know
0: yeah
1: so let's he's, look he's, at the
0: schedule but got gotta were you get saying? fired Got to get fired if that's the case. Uh, He's he's playing embarrassing football. Moyes, I think I texted to you, but he's got a crazy streak for the amount of same players that he plays in starting 11. He had that streak like last year, um, going back to the the end of the season before. Um, It's just crazy how he plays the same fucking players all the time, and he's not getting results. This screams, and maybe it's just a Moyes MO. This screams his out in United because he was just doing dumb shit and people were like i'm done with this guy he's not making any sense he's playing the same players and it's like look he believes in a consistency he believes that they keep doing it in the game it'll formulate and he's not going to mess with anything like that like and that's fine but you're fucking it up bro and i actually had faith in you because i had high hopes for you you had a europa moment Going into last year, I was like, damn, they can make moves. Let me find out West Ham top four. And now I'm like, your club is ran shit, bro. Crystal Palace should get a result here. They got a result last week in Southampton. It was ugly. If you're Vieira, if you're the Arsenal legend, you're coaching it up right now, you're telling this team, let's not fuck up last week's great result by by laying an egg against West Ham. Let's fuck them up like we know we can. And I I feel like I'm stopping you from being able to pick players. So I'm going to just tell you who I'm going with as my first player. Julian Alvarez is scoring a goal against Fulham. So that's my first pick if you want to be able to take anyone. Um, But for this game in particular, I'm going to go with a – Crystal Palace hasn't done it to me as bad. I'm going, I'm going two to one Crystal Palace. Ooh, so let's look at because we're, we're coming on a break. So I always like looking
1: at you know the, the, the last couple games before the break. West Ham, West Ham needs to be looking at this like six points on the board. We have Crystal Palace at home, and then next week they have Leicester City at home. If West Ham is serious about getting into any kind of European spot, conference yeah. league or sixth place, something like that, this has to be six points. Has to yeah. be six points. Period. Because they come back from the break and they have Arsenal on Boxing Day. You know the Emirates is gonna be fired up on Boxing Day. Oh so my God. that's You're that's not least game. game. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. So you gotta get six points here. So I'm going, I'm looking at like it like that. Palace's fixture list. Just to go over that, um, I just had it. Where the fuck is it? Here we go. So Palace have West Ham away this weekend, Nottingham Forest away next weekend, Um, just to say it. But, yeah, I think West Ham, you have to look at this and say, hey, these results have been disappointing, but we have a chance to go. And even their League Cup, their midweek game, Blackburn. So we have a chance to go and put three wins on the board, and go into this break with some momentum, and then we come back versus Arsenal. So I'm saying West Ham win this. I think there's going to be goals scored in this, and I'm going 3-2 to two, West Ham pull out the victory. I feel like yeah. i want to take a goal score in this game, but I just don't know who to take. Both of these teams, like, the scoring kind of comes from
0: everywhere. It really does. It's harder with yeah. some of these teams – he is someone I might take a shot at. I thought about um, him. You
1: know who I'm going with because he needs a goal? Um, I'm, I'm going to take Jared Bowen. I think he's due for a goal. I think if they score three, sense. one will come from Jared Bowen. He's due. He had a couple chances last week, didn't put him away. If West Ham's scoring three goals, which I'm predicting, I think Bowen's
0: going to get a goal, man. So I'm going to take man. him. That's a fair shot. He's getting the gameplay. If you want to yep. be, be a fair person to West Ham, I mean, he's—you get enough shots on the fucking on, on the keeper on on goal. I mean, yeah. one of them's bound to get in there. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. He's
1: due. He's due for
0: one. So, yeah, that's that. Anything else with that one, or you want to roll to the next? Yeah, keep it moving. I think both of these teams deserve to show us more before we start to get too far in depth with to what the fuck they're doing formation wise. A team that
1: has shown us more. Newcastle on the road against Southampton. Ooh. Newcastle, man. Only one loss on the season. Who was that Gary. loss to again? I don't even remember who it was to. Probably so they six, have six wins, six draws, and a loss. Um, such an impress. Oh, Liverpool. And remember that game, they got a late, late winner in stoppage time. Uh, Liverpool. Yeah. So, I mean, they could e- very easily be unbeaten, Newcastle, which is just scary. It's scary how quickly they've rose to the top. To me, we said it, yeah. top four contenders for me. They've been good. Mm-hmm. And the money they can drop in January also
0: makes things very scary. So, yeah, Newcastle is that Southampton. Southampton. Do we know that that's active? I don't know much about their club. I know they got the investment. I know the ownership changed last year or whatever, but do their influx of funds come in? Like, do I need to start be worrying about that shit now? I thought I had a year or two before I had to worry I'm about
1: saying, this. Shit, I man. thought we could wait a couple years, but it looks like ah, they damn, they have Fuck. arrived here. Man. So yeah, it's it's time to worry, my friend. I'm I'm worried for sure. Um, they they are looking good. They have a great home field advantage. St James Park is is becoming a fortress. Always, even in the bad times, that was always a tough away game. They always have a good crowd. Newcastle fans are always up for the for the day, and Howdy, um, yeah, for sure, definitely, and yeah, I can't I can't predict anything but a, a, a Newcastle win here. I think they'll they'll get an easy victory here. I'm going two to one, no two zero Newcastle. Sorry. Best defense in the prime, you told me, statistically. Remember you told me that the other day? So another clean sheet for them, I predict.
0: Yeah, the numbers will tell you that today. The numbers will tell you that all the way until Saturday, until the next game's play. They are just getting it done. And I don't know how. Um, Quite frankly, I'll be honest with you, three of them are no-namers. The One of them's got a name, but even then, it's kind of more like, what the fuck? You look at their attack, uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll say it. He was a La Liga failure. Couldn't get it done at Atlético Madrid, mind you. He was a defensive-minded coach, and and Cholo does his thing over there. But whatever. And I think he's an overrated English international. Um, club is great right now. They're they're firing on all cylinders. They're playing exquisitely well. Um, exquisite, exquisite, exquisite football. They 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 really are. And the manager is. Um, I don't know. He's, he's getting it done. But this is the weekend of the points drop. And I got Newcastle dropping points. Uh, I got a feeling sp- himself after the leads last week. This is the weekend, man. This is the weekend. <laughs> Your Southampton is that team. We said it last week. You hit it perfect. It is true. You never know what fucking team you're going to get. You literally never know. They could show up with some of the giants, or they'll get bent over by Forest. You don't know. I got them yeah. pulling up the Newcastle. I got them getting it done. A um, win? No, okay. a draw. <laughs> get, getting it done, to peasants. Getting it done is just being able to walk away with a it's bucket. A One point. point. Yeah. 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 All right. I got. What's the ah, I don't like. I've no. I've yeah. I've said it twice for the main ones. I got a two-two draw. Okay. Two two draw, Southampton. That would uh that would make me
1: breathe a little bit because Newcastle's just breathing down everybody's neck there. Um not that I'm worried them for like but I am worried for like their top four contender. So yeah, two two draw, drop points, and yeah, Southampton's just such a weird team to predict. So I could see it happening totally. Um all right. Uh going to Saturday. We'll end with your team, who plays at 11 a.m. Saturday. But we will start with um, Everton and Leicester. 1.30 game. I don't know why they're putting uh, Everton in these like, prime time slots. They were there last week, and it was dreadful against Fulham. And they're there again this week, and I expect this to be another boring game. Um, I'm going 2-1. to one. Leicester. Leicester will take a-, a win here. They're starting to play a little bit better they were decent versus you guys so i think
0: i think they'll score a couple goals 2-1 lester uh, fraudulent, whoever is doing the scheduling, I think it's absolutely absurd that we're going to have a team like Everton go up there. It should be a, uh, uh, an evolving schedule. Nothing to where it gets crazy, where you obviously give all these teams enough time, but I mean, I, I college basketball is structured to where these schedules change for tournament games, and I don't understand why from a week-to-week perspective, we can't make these changes for the fans and all these things. I get it. The time slots are different, but The tickets are still guaranteed. The games still are going to be happening on the same day. I'm not suggesting anything like that. But it should be shameful from a viewer perspective. And this is why, yeah, I'll say it. If you're European and you're listening, I'm sorry. America's got the entertainment value down. You may have the quality football. You may have the the quality sports model. And I can dive into that later. I really do believe in America. We need to adopt more of a European sports model. I would love to have that conversation with the intellectual folk out there because I—that that is something that has fascinated me for years, so much so that I almost participated in a dissertation for it. But what I would say is in an entertainment value perspective, ain't nobody getting it done like America. I'll be fucking damned if a Sunday night football game had the likes of Everton on it. That is some ho shit. It's shameful. No one wants to watch that damn garbage. No one wants to watch it. No. I can't honestly tell you when was the last time we had. I mean, the Thursday night primetime games. Those, those are games a little bit are trash. They're those are trash. But those Denver Broncos every Corporal fucking week. Up. It's bad. Yes. You want to fight me on that? I concede that point. I wave the white flag. The Thursday Prime game. But they just incorporated those, Brian. Like, they just got consistency, you know? Like, it just mm. it was on Twitch, and then that was, the was on it, it was... They do. They do, because it's getting ass quick. Um, yeah, but Sundays sure. and Mondays, they're always goodies. They're always teams that got some names to them that there's a fight going on. It ain't fuck Everton. Like, oh my what? God. I'm. It's
1: horrible. Yeah, and just to tell you what the Thursday night game is tonight, just to stress how awful Thursday night football is, the it's Houston the Texans take on the Philadelphia Eagles. I will uh, not be watching a single snap of that. But That is a trash-ass it, game. That's
0: terrible. What are you picking for this game here? Uh, yeah, I'm going, what, you went 2-1. I'm going 2 nothing. Lester. I do completely agree with you. Lester's got it going. They did show enough with us. They, de- they deserve the goal. Ederson just had some quality to him in saving it. Um, I'm going 2-0 Leicester. Update for you. Yep. You can pick now because I've picked th- two players. I got Alvarez, and my second pick was Almiron for the Newcastle-Southampton game. And okay. you have uh, yeah. you have Jesus and Bowen. Bowen.
1: Um, okay. Brighton against Wolves, and this is at the Molyneux. Um, Brighton, good win last weekend. Wolves, no Diego Costa, headbutted somebody out for three games. Uh, I just, I just don't understand the Wolves. It's at home, so maybe it'll be a tricky game. I'm just going to take Brighton here. They're staying consistent, picking up results. Um, yeah, I will take, uh, I will take a
0: 1-0 Brighton win. I thought about that. I'm actually going 3-0 because and I'm going Brighton as well. I just think they have it going on. Wolves don't even deserve any bit of conversation other than the guy you just signed who's over a uh, overage and fucking overweight is headbutting people and it's shameless. So, yeah, 3 nothing Brighton keep it moving. Keep it moving. Brentford
1: going on the road to Nottingham Forest, another one we can keep moving. Um, Nottingham Forest <laughs> suck. I can't see them getting much out of this. Brentford need a result. Um, Brentford two, Nottingham Forest one.
0: Ah, good pick. I said the same. Oh, I was going the same thing. All right, I'm putting it for that for you. Brentford two to one. Brentford, right? Yeah. Um. All right. I'm going uh, one nothing Brentford, and I'm going with my guy. Ivan yeah. Tony. You're gonna pick him. Yeah, why not?
1: Go ahead, take him. Take him. Good it's pick. also he's, it's he's also for our, he, for another
0: shot. You got players right now, before rosters have to be decided on for yeah, you enter exactly. your uh, World Cup. You got some people wanting to thing. make some last pushes, so
1: especially because Callum Wilson's knocking on that door for a call up from the, for the England squad. He's been balling, oh. so uh, t- Tony's a good pick. He needs a goal. Um, what'd, what'd you pick, 1-0, Brentford? Yeah, one nothing. All right, I'll let you pick first on these last two. Uh, we need to start splitting it up. I always forget, though. Uh, Leeds at home against Bournemouth. Go ahead, do this one.
0: Uh, Leeds, Bournemouth. Um, I don't know what you're going to get out of Bournemouth. I know I'm going to get some fight out of Leeds. Um, it is what? at Ellen Road, right? Yep. yep. I'm going to go with Leeds winning 3-1. to one. Um, I don't think Leeds can keep a clean sheet, so I'm going to go with Leeds scoring 3-1. Yeah. to one. Yeah, they, they're another team that's just so
1: difficult to predict. Win against Liverpool, I can see this being a tricky game. I still am going to say they edge out the win. I'm going to say Leeds 2-1.
0: That's a good shout. They don't seem to be able to get that third or fourth goal anymore. I always felt like Leeds can put it on people, but that was ball. Like right now, going the lighter goals makes more sense, but they're so fucking attacking.
1: Yeah, well, their, their press is suffocating. So usually when they score goals because they, they won the ball back and they hit right. you on the counter. So, yeah, I think that'll happen. And, yeah, we'll end it with uh, Manchester City at home against Fulham. So what do you say here? Take the reins. I still need to pick a goal scorer, and I'm still not sure, but go ahead and uh, break this one down.
0: Well, we got some conversations to have about two particular players, three particular players, one of which cannot statistically be argued on what his performance has been lately, but he came off at half against Sevilla, and his first half was absolutely fucking tremendous, but we got nothing out of it. And I'm so buying into this notion that we're getting quality out of him. And I'm so sipping it because my bald, great manager tells me to. So I believe in what he does. Jackie Grealish is amazing right now. And I'm loving him in the city blue, Jersey. Um, that's all I want to say about him. We're not getting the production, but I agree with you. I'm an American at the end of the day, and I better see the fucking results and we're not getting it. So yes, he does have some more explaining to do. Julian Alvarez is coming, man. And... We're getting more spot on with him. I yeah, I had that hot take of fifteen or fifteen plus or more. More, I'm looking just good gave for you though. Me, gave me three. He's got six goals in the prem. He just gave me three contributions in in European
1: play. Right, we have to go back and listen. We said amongst all competitions, right? Yeah, he Absolutely. got three. I saw I saw one goal in the midweek and, from him, and two assists. Okay, two assists. There you go. So that's big. Yeah. that is He's big. He's balling for man. He's doing. He's doing it different. Way. I, him I goals I, in Argentina as well. All right.
0: No. 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 World Cup goals don't put, no. No. Right. He's gonna, the goals he puts on Iran don't mean shit. I agree with you. That's not fair. No. 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 no just. Just for City. Uh but the third one is seventeen-year-old. Rico Lewis. This I can't whole let you even time. talk about him when we talk about the Champions League game. He looks. good. I know, I, and 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 he deserves the moment right now. Seventeen years old, getting his first start with us, getting a goal in that first start. Huge moment, propelled it, got the game in a fluid, more comfortable moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just settled us in. Hard to believe that a seventeen-year-old can settle in Manchester City in the year that we're in, and the and the way we're playing. Loved every bit of it. I hope he gets to start. Um, I don't know if Pep trusts him just quite yet uh, with that, but we're already talking about getting a contract extended with him. Um, We got other people trying to bite at him because apparently there was negotiations that were not really consistent in the summer. Mm -hmm. We had a summer, by the way, where a lot of people, if they would have looked at our academy – and look at to what Arsenal kind of did, a lot of people could have fed off of us this summer. I was reading, and Edozi was, had his agent talking to other clubs, and uh, and Lavia as well, and he, they settled for both of those teams. So, or I think they both actually settled for Southampton. So we have a situation where I'm thankful that we're keeping some of them, and God, dude, I, I, if we can solve the right-back long-term problem in-house – that just makes me so much more happier because now it's homegrown. We get to go take that uh, uh, off the table. Now we can go get someone outside of, of England. It, it smooths things, things a lot over with Kyle Walker getting older. So, yeah, I love that. Shout out to Rico Lewis. Loved what I saw. Um, I hope he has a bright, bright future, and I hope he continues. Um, Fulham, this is the weekend of the drop points, and I got Arsenal dropping points. I got Newcastle dropping points, but I don't have the reigning Uh, champions dropping The suspense. I got Pep and his wish happening this weekend. Fulham are going to give it to us. We're only going to win by a goal. It's going to be scrappy. We're at home. We don't got to travel much. We're going to be a little too comfortable with them. I got us winning three to two. It's gonna be a scrap fest. Three to two, huh? Yep. <clears throat> Crazy shit happening with the tactics this week.
1: Willian masterclass incoming. Oh, hat <laughs> Imagine he's. I would be so. He's pissed. playing bad him. for Fulham. He seems. I guess that's his level, Fulham. But um, <laughs> now I I think it'll be an easy easy win for City. At home, Fulham, eh, I can see Fulham giving them trouble at their place. Um, But this weekend, Man City will handle business, and that's exactly why it's important for Arsenal to handle business as well. We need to keep that pace. Your boy Pep challenged the team to get six points. Pep issues a challenge. He gets what he wants, period. That's how it is. That's why he's the Don Pep Guardiola yeah, I see this being a pretty convincing win. I'm going with a three. No, I'm actually going to go with another goal. I'm going with a four-one. And um, is Jackie uh, Grealish going to start? Uh, yes. I'm taking him. Even though it go wow. against my that. I think he's going to get a goal this weekend. You convince me. He needs to show the production. I can see it happening against Fulham. So I'm going to take Grealish. This will be the only time I probably take him. So let's do it.
0: I'm going a little different this week for oh one man city. Gorilla's is going to get a goal. I like Marez getting a goal. If I didn't trust Ivan Tony for trying to fight for international play right now, I'd mm-hmm. go with Marez solely because he scored in the champions league. I feel I, I really want it for Riyadh because if not, I hate to break it to you. We're probably going to get rid of him. We will probably accept the transfer. If we Once get his another- contract up, we just signed an extension, dude. He's got like three more years with us. Mars? Three on, wow. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we will take an offer for him in, in the January window if it comes right. I have a feeling this is premed- This might be a little too premeditated. I may be thinking that City are too much geniuses here. I'm giving them too much credit. But I think we went into the, the season with a lower amount of rosters and with the uh the profit in transfer window, knowing from the outside looking in, we just made money this window, mm-hmm. and we have our roster cheaper. Nobody better say shit when we spend the money in January and cop like one to two players for like now. Mm-hmm. I really think it's coming. Also, Bernardo Silva contract extension incoming. Got that going. We gotta have a transfer talk, dude. I'm getting a lot of shit coming Too in early. right now.
1: Too early. We can do it. We got we got three more ga- we got three more games in the next t- it's ten days, and then we have World Cup. So before dude, we do the it's World Cup, now, we right? can do transfer stuff, or after the World
0: Cup, we can do transfer stuff. It, it doesn't happen until January. No, I'm ready for sure. the World he, Cup, dude. You know why it's hot? You know why it's hot off the press right now? It's like the Krispy Kreme donut sign that it's it's just lit up. You know why it's lit up right now? because certain teams got their ass shit on for european play so now that the teams that aren't in champions league or in europa have to account for that money that they're not going to be able to make they mm-hmm. have to get that money off the books to keep the books right thank you for being conscientious of the my, of the money management i'm looking okay, at right you Atlético that. madrid jao Can- yep. uh, uh jao, Cancelo, jao felix god thomas limar and uh, what's the fourth one? I sent it to you in a text. I can't think. Uh, Depaul, uh, Rodrigo mm-hmm. Depaul, Argentinian midfielder can also play some center back in a in the right uh, formation. Uh, four players, quality players. They can add to a roster. Um, Definitely. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at that too. And Trossard yeah, right. getting looks, getting Course. looks already. Why wouldn't he's he? Getting, be? He's getting linked to some top top clubs in the prem. Of course.
1: I mean, he's out of contract. I think they do have an option, but still, that that's 18 months on the contract, if they extend, which they probably will. But still, yeah. of course, he's going to get looks. He's put up goals, and he's put them up in big moments as well. So you always look for that. So, yeah, that wraps up Premier League. Um, you know, besides the 7 a.m. start, waking up at 6.30 is never fun. But, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a decent weekend. We only got two more of these, two more of these until uh, Boxing Day. pretty much. Till the end of the year so yep that's the plan premier league for the next couple weeks uh we do have caribou cup we'll definitely talk a little bit about that next week and then yeah world cup world cup which we, we will be covering in the next uh two weeks from now so yeah lots coming up anything else you want to cover before we get out of here
0: no it's going to be a doozy of the rest of a year um, you know, the Prem, while shutting down and, and putting on the brakes for a wild World Cup, I think it's important that we talk on some of the things that what the Prem is going to be doing as an impact to that World Cup, right? Because that's where I think it's really a tale of two halves, dude. I think you got it from someone, but you've, you've, you've hit it nail on the head so much. Everyone's just trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do for January because when mm-hmm. January starts up, it's like, a whole month too to figure out what the window, right? Because it's it's not like Absolutely. it shuts down. It's open. So it's open. we got a whole month of figuring out what the hell's going on. So other shit that gets in, you're gonna have players that play international go back to their club, and then their club has their first training, and all of a sudden that guy's got a tight hammy, or that mm-hmm. guy's got a swollen ankle, or that guy's hurt. Like, really, as much as we want to talk about the the upcoming transfers and the rumors, because it's good. What's really going to be telling is when physios get their players back in that first couple of days of training, all of a sudden you see transfer rumors blowing up. You better wonder to yourself what the hell happened on your current roster.
1: For sure. Yeah. Now, the, the junior window is going to be crazy because there's a lot of teams up in there. You know, there's teams like Liverpool and Chelsea who have to get their ass back into that conversation for, for top four and stuff like that, even though Chelsea's right around there now. But you know what I mean? They haven't really played good, if we're being honest. So oh. yeah, that's going to be a crazy, crazy window for sure, for sure. So Do yeah, you want to
0: go over your top fives? You challenged me to have top five oh, yeah. wingers. Let's, let's end it on League. this:
1: top five wingers in the Premier League right now. I told. Thank you for bringing this back up. We had a ESPN FC put out. A, uh, a poll Not a poll uh, Basically a video saying Gabriel Martinelli a top five player In the Premier League now I love Martinelli But that's a little Fucking excessive ESPN's FC So yeah. Then we were saying But he is a top five Winger right Eh Is he We'll see So I said You know what Let's hash it out On the podcast Top five wingers In the Premier League Right now Bring your list Bring it To the dance And then We will uh, We will discuss it and um, yeah, uh, let, let's go one by one. Um, yeah. I, I do have an honorable mention. Uh, all outside. Yeah, all eyes. I do, have, I do have all our eyes. Um, so number six. So number eight is Martinelli. I have Martinelli as the eighth best w- w- winger in the Premier League. I have okay. seven. Trossard. And I have wow. Sixth, and I have what? sixth Almiron. <laughs> Holy I didn't shit. include injured players. So, like, Diego, Diego Jota is not on this list for me. Um, even though I think if he if it was, and, like, Luis Diaz, he's not on the list for me either. He's hurt. I didn't put him on the list. He's an OLI. He's yeah. an OLI for me. Okay. So, wow. we'll put him on, but, like, this is just players that are active right now. There is a player in my top five who is inactive, but I made it before the news, so I'm just keeping him in for that. So, sure, makes sense. Same here, yeah. Okay. I just left him in. So, my I'll repeat it again eighth best winger in the Premier League right now, Gabriel Martinelli, seventh Trossard, sixth Almiron. So, what was your honorable mentions?
0: All right, OLIs, Wilfred What does that Zaha. stand for? I'm trying to figure it out. OLI is outside looking in. Okay, okay. So, I got Wilfred Zaha. Where Gabriel Ma- Gabriel Martinelli? You not rank like these guys. Eighth. They're
1: just outside looking in. Do what? You didn't rank these guys. Like I put mine in an order. Yeah, I eighth got. It. Per- you just have them outside looking in, no order.
0: Yeah, yeah, no particular okay. order. These are the OLIs. Okay. I got my top five for sure. Yeah. So I got Martinelli, Zaha, and I know he's hurt. I if I if I would have known that I wouldn't have put him, but he's her uh, Luis Diaz mm-hmm. outside looking in. Right, My perfect. number five, and again I did this. Yes. Let's do one. This one. is based on right now. If I'm in the prem, I'm in England, and they're like, "Yo, go get the best five wingers right now, any club, go grab them right now." And I got mm-hmm. a hair, and, and Graham Potter gives me a sorcerer witch stick that I can ride around. I'm going to get up and just go to all these different clubs and grab them right now and bring you the top five wingers right now, today. Number five. He's hurt now. I think we kind of said this. Jungmin Son, Didn't I put this list before the injury? So I didn't know. He's number five right now. Production hasn't been there, but from years past, I think he's still quality. Oh, wait, number. Let me, four. let me give my five. We're going one by one back and
1: forth like yeah. that. I have son okay. as well. <laughs> so nice and easy. <laughs> okay.
0: So go four. Cool. All right. Four. Off of right now, I'm being a bit of a homer, but I've seen the production and where he's at in that position. I'm going Phil Foden at left wing as a winger. So I'm counting him as a winner. I got him at four. All right. I got Wilfred Zaha at number four. Wow. Period. I, like I think that. he's.
1: I think he's a problem on that left wing. He can play right wing. He can play striker. Dude is a problem. Always. I yes. always hate going up against him. I always fear him. He always fucking destroys fullbacks. I think he's a top five Premier League winger right now.
0: Uh, he's. I'm player happy player. you say that. I'm happy you say that because I've always been – you've been giving me a lot of shit about my fear about Tottenham, and I'm happy to hear that at least from an Arsenal perspective, you do have those one to two people or clubs to where you when you come up against them, you're like, fuck, this is the guy that kind of haunts me. See, Zaha doesn't give me that. Zaha, I think, has one moment where he had stroke of brilliance and it, tie, it, it ended up tying the game, but I was like, damn, but I, I never really – Yes, I'm. I'm conceding. I fear that there. moment.
1: That's the. That's what I fear. Yeah. he has a moment <laughs> yeah. where there's nothing. There's no. There's no openings, but he just rinses yeah. your fullback and bangs it in the top corner. Like, yeah, that's what I fear for sure.
0: Number yeah, three. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going off of form. I'm going off of what I've seen lately. I'm going off of someone heard comments in the in, in the in the summer training, and Jackie oh, Greenley talked them up. I'm sorry, I wouldn't he had a stroke outside the box and Mm -hmm. hit it. I saw him go through two to three defenders, go through the byline, Mm -hmm. put it perfectly for Callum Wilson. I've seen enough of little details to where dude's putting in the training, enough shit talking about years past, contract, what he's making, what he's done. Today, right now, in this sample size of no more than 13 to 14 games, I got Almiron as my number three winger in the league. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to do it, but I thought, man, could this
1: just be a purple patch? Because let's not forget Joe Willick. Remember? He went on loan to Newcastle a couple years ago,
0: and That's he scored eight name. goals.
1: So I'm wondering, <laughs> could this be another Joe Willick purple patch? We haven't heard from him since. That's why I, I put him on the outside looking in, because I've seen it before, these purple patches. But he deserves the credit <laughs> for sure. Um, but my number three, Pukai Saka. Number three winger in the Premier League. Got to give it to him. He's been doing it. He's been doing it consistently. He's been doing it for shitty Arsenal teams. He's been doing it for good Arsenal teams. He's even been doing it at England. He's definitely Uh a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, yeah, he's number three for me.
0: So, where I gave a little bit of love to Phil Foden going in my top five, being a homer, I think you cut Saka a little bit too much. You're not giving you him enough have... love. Uh, okay. He's my number two. Okay. All right, I'm cool. sorry, but I can't name more than two other people that are better than Sakov right now. Top in assists, top in goals in the league right now. Top five in both. He's producing. He's on a top club. On, a, on the club that is sitting at the top Right now um, The production is there He's had the World Cup Moment and turmoil event The turnaround, the story is great But where I think we're not giving enough Credit is the five assist The yeah. notion that he Is capable of being able To find that right Player in the box Or the passes that he's made That is going to be huge From the from you don't have a Kevin De Bruyne, you can think that Odegaard and you can think that Smith Rowe healthy are going to be those dimes, but those wingers, those wingers that are able to make those passes, Mm -hmm. being able to look up when they can get stuck in that tunnel vision. Gabriel Jesus is infamous for this. Although I mean, arguably, if you play him enough, he's not he doesn't deserve winger position yet. But with us, I could argue he's a winger, but. For sure. Gabriel since gets stuck with this. He gets times where he's so passing and he wants to be a facilitator, but he doesn't really kind of get to that point. And there are other times where like, why are you just shooting that? Stick your head up and just dime it real quick. You get so pissed off at those moments. Not with Sokka. Sokka makes those passes. Le- lately, right now, what I've seen, definitely 100% second best winger in the Prem for me. All right. <clears throat> and here's uh... –
1: I wanted to put this guy at number one, but you know he's been a little bit off it this year, just a little bit, not on his normal self. But he's been the best right winger in the Premier League for some time now. Mohamed Salah at number two.
0: Your he's list on is your so list. Con- you're, No, he's not on my fucking list. What has he done he to prove to-
1: anything? What has still, he done? Look at his numbers, dude. He's still up there in goals and assists on the year. He's got like eight goals and five assists. He's still producing. And let's 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 keep it real. The dude's a beast. He's he's got the Premier League goal record, and that has to stand for something. I can't just completely drop him off the list. And he's still having a productive year. He does go missing, and for me, for me, I would rather a winger like Saka or Martinelli that's just always working. Because for me, when he's not scoring, he ain't doing much of anything else. But he's such a prolific goal scorer that he has to be on the list. The guy the guy gets goals in his sleep. He gets goals in his sleep. So he
0: has to be there for me. Number two,
1: Mohamed Salah. Does he get him while he's
0: awake? Because I haven't seen him getting much of that well, lately. He's still Look, producing. I, I don't disagree with you. It's Mohamed Salah. He's a great player, but... He ain't doing. He's not making my top. No Liverpool player is making my top five list in the Premier League so far this season. I don't got to look up any stats. I can tell you right now, no Liverpool player is making a top five list at any position for the Premier League from the 2022 to 2023 season. So far, what I've seen, period, I ain't allowing it. Ain't no name in the past. That's like me telling you right now, right now. Still, one of the the best defender in the league is Ruben Diaz. no, 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 no don't, 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 no, no, no. Player of the player of the year last year, defender in the Premier League, player of the year defender last year. You cannot tell me he is not best defender in the league. You cannot. But Orlando virtual has got better stats all year. Does not matter. Ruben Diaz won the award last year. He is the best. You cannot tell me otherwise. Fuck that, matey. Fuck. I didn't that. even put him at number one.
1: Who did you put at number one? Because I, I can't even think who it is.
0: Oh. The number one spot on my top five winger list has arguably one of the corniest, weirdest celebrations. But when he does it, I'm just like, hell yeah. In fact, you're probably going to see it this weekend. Leandro Troussard is the best winger <laughs> in the Premier League right now oh did you God. see the one to luka at number out. fucking 1 no nah, bro he's list. not no no no, no. Trissard's more seasoned saka's too yeah. young Trissard did you i don't cooler. think i don't think true story right now i'm not saying skill wise saka can do it of course saka can go skill to skill with anyone in the world i don't think right now in the game the move that Trissard put on this past weekend, to score that goal and the niftiness of keeping his head up and scoring on the back end and putting it to where the, the center back that dropped to that cover the guilty. dude, nasty. I'm sorry, Saka can't do that right now. He wouldn't have the patience. I'm not going to argue that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. He, He's not
1: that good uh, uh, in front of the goal. However, however, number one, Number one, yeah, I think that's a little high. I think you're drinking a little too much of the cooling. For me, I I probably should have no, put him in the no. top five, but like son and and Salah, they still get in there for me just on merit. Even though, like, you can argue that Sun doesn't even deserve to be five based on this year. Besides yeah. the hat trick at Leicester, what the fuck has he done? You know. So yeah, yeah, you're I mean, right. The list is a little weird. We 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 could have probably did more clear on the on form thing or w- whatnot but um yeah, well, look at the whatever. one I, I love each of Sartre, us so I don't want
0: bat- to banter you too much on that each of us each of us gave credit to one player per merit in the top five I think that's pretty fair to say I'm not right. going to give you too much fight on Muhammad Salah and I don't think you're going to give me too much fight on on Yuming Sun both of them, from a merit perspective, deserve it. I think they've each given their own. But if you want to give me inform tomorrow, I want them to play tomorrow. Fuck right, I'm taking Saka and Trissard, and I might—I yeah. almost flipped it. I told myself if Saka gets some playing time today and this fucker scores, I'm putting soccer number one just because that's like a real ass moment, like someone like Kevin De Bruyne, like came on in the 60th. Three minutes later, drops a dime to Julian Alvarez. We go up 2 0. Like, it's crazy. Like, that's the type of shit I'm trying to have. If Saka did that today, coming on, and like, I think he came on later in like the, the yeah, 65th yeah. or something. But yep. yeah, it would have been amazing. I would have been like, hell yeah, you know? The, the reason I, I still put like Son and Salah on there
1: is because when you go up against them and he scored a goal mm-hmm. against you, they're still mm-hmm. so fucking scary, those guys. You just do not yeah. want the ball at their feet. And them running yeah. at you that you just don't, and that's why I still yeah. put those guys on the list because the fear factor enough is is enough <laughs> to get them in their top five. Like I'm I not fearing, fear. I'm not fearing Trossard the same way I'm fearing Son. I don't care oh. how many how much better he's been this year. I'm just not. I'm just not.
0: You know, I've seen if Sun I were to take you on what? entire defenses. I've seen Mohamed Salah take on entire defenses. I need know, to clip so. that. I need to yeah. clip that for me for me to acknowledge that. Troussard's getting there. I don't disagree with you. But for you to acknowledge a fear factor and for me to acknowledge to you in text all week, I cannot talk that shit about Tottenham having our number and me not putting Yumin Ming Sun on this fucking list. We lost three games last year, three in the Premier League, and two of them were to the same fucking club with two different managers. Yumin Sun is incredible. He can 100% take on defenses. In fact, I think he can... Unfortunately, he's, we're not going to see it. And I feel like we're touching on a s- sore subject for those South Koreans. But I think he could have gone far. This was the World Cup to do it. Yeah. Erling Holland had a bold, bold statement. He said Senegal's going to go far. He was like, he's, he's I, dude, he said, around. It, he said it like a day well, I ago. Mean, money, Dude, yeah. Sadio's real.
1: Yeah, yeah. It could happen. You never know. There, I mean, this year, everything's just so weird. There could be a surprise team. You know, nobody really expected Croatia in 2018. So, I mean, it's possible. There's always a surprise team. But, yeah, I mean, just like, all right, I'm going to get my number one. Manchester City's own Phil Foden. He is my number one winger in the Premier League. What the fuck? You're you're throwing bullshit right now at me. No, for me, he's one of the best wingers in the Premier League. He's having a great season. Goals, assists. And the guy is a problem. He can play on either wing. He can play attacking midfield. I think he's a great, great left winger. And he's one of them. I said it. The future of England is Phil Foden and Bukayo Saka. And for me, yeah. Foden's just a little bit better. He's just a little more deadly. He's a little more lethal than Bukayo Saka. But they're the future of England.
0: Short In of Brazil, they have history. the best
1: winger combination of any country. Yep. Six goals already. Bunch of assists. I think he's the number one winger in the Premier League. And, Holy you know, shit. merit counts for me. And he's been consistently top, top. So, yeah, I'm putting him number one. <clears throat>
0: I'm proud to say as a City fan, I think Saka's better right now.
1: I'm Maybe right now, so...
0: but I'd still I say mean, Phil... Foden's got the edge.
1: But they're the future of yeah. England. 100% future of England right there. But Saka and Phil Foden.
0: I got to tell you breaking news. I gotta tell you, breaking news! Like legit breaking news! The following player has been suspended for the next five games without pay for his failure to denote anti-Semitism in his press conference today. Kyrie Irving has been suspended uh, by finally. the NBA. temporarily, of course. God, what a saga this is going to play out! Adam Silva,
1: Adam Silva, just got a notification, and the Nets, yeah. the Nets have suspended him. Wow! So it was from the team
0: your report just
1: let me know it did you hear the interview today it was ridiculous he was saying I'm a beam of light uh oh uh, I laughed just, yeah that was just ridiculous yeah, yeah I want I want and what he's spoken and then they asked him if he if he is are you anti-semitic and he wouldn't say yes or no he said how how can I be anti-semitic if I know where I'm from it's like what are you fucking talking about just saying yes or no you're either anti-semitic or you're not You're either a bigot or you're not. But I know the answer to this question. Are you a stupid fucking motherfucker? Yes. The the answer is yes. I hate him so much. He thinks (laughs) he's so much smarter than everybody else.
0: And yet, he's the dumbest motherfucker,
1: dude. He's the dumbest motherfucker. We dodged the bullet, didn't we?
0: I mean, it's safe to say we dodged. Credit
1: to Dolan. Dolan did not want Kyrie Irving. He, that was the reason he didn't go really go hard for Kevin Durant because he knew it was a package deal. And he was like, I don't want this guy. I just don't. He's a clown. So, <laughs> he is. And then and then Kyrie said, fuck it, let's go to Brooklyn. But can you blame Dolan? I mean, this guy is a freaking jackass, like a complete nah, jackass. Yeah. You, you can't just yeah. say yes or no. Like, why do you have to try to outsmart everybody? I don't understand it. And well, why do thankfully, I, yeah. I'm going to say this, though. Why the fuck did it take so
0: long, Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Why did it take so long? Yeah, that's that's the main thing. That's the main thing. That's 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 a question that you always have to ask the franchise, right? David Samson knows this well, and David Samson will tell you the scale every day. The scale is up about, uh, you know how a franchise is gonna want to do and whether it's worth the trouble where you suspend them, piss the player off, eventually have to trade them, get rid of them, and yeah. every team's got to go through the scale. But I mean. I, und- I What pisses me off is the fact that you want to believe what you want to believe and all that. All that's fine. Like, it's not fine, but you can suppress and be a professional and answer questions in a manner that allows for you to get some – it's just public relations 101. And it's being a grown-up 101, yeah. right? Exactly. Having the maturity of being able to look at someone who has said something to you that you don't like – and you're able to respectfully and and in a in a nice manner relay your message without necessarily saying it in a way that makes you come off as I don't know a prick. A prick Why do I need a soliloquy on what you learned when you were a kid? Why do yeah. you need to think that you're going to impress me by saying the term Oxford Dictionary and make you yeah. think that I'm going to have to start Googling something? Like, yeah, that was, was a like, lot. like what, what What do you think that's you're doing, doing here? This isn't a learning lesson. You're, I not, you you, that up. you're not You're not you I'm not here to know about your upbringing or any of that stuff. The question is quite simple. I'm asking you a yes or no question. It is not gray area. It's quite objective. It's not a subjective question because it's we we all understand in the definition and the term and what we're looking for. We want to know if you are pro or for the suppression and the hatred of the Jewish people. It's not hard to understand. Uh, like it's not and so to give some sort of wizard fucking Gandalf long you know Tolkien rant it's the biggest bullshit in the world and his team called him out for it because you're suspended for five games with no pay so go smoke some weed go chill out go do your thing he also posted something fucking light (laughs) yeah he also he he posted something else on Twitter already I don't know if you had a chance to see that yeah he posted something on Twitter that was uh just it's pretty stupid i i gotta find it now because yeah, yeah. mike ryan like I, said, I think liked. like i said what, what took so long what took so long yeah. But
1: what makes it even more embarrassing is that the nets gave him such a long leash and he still fucking hung himself with that leash i mean like you said he had ample opportunity ample opportunity to fucking just say no i'm not anti-semitic and i apologize <laughs> For making people believe that I am. That is all you had to say, my friend. And he refused to do it because he thinks he's fucking smarter than everybody else. And it's just... This guy is a dumbass. Charles Barkley said it the other day. Shaq said it the other day on TNT. He's an idiot. And it's embarrassing to have to keep speaking for this idiot. It's embarrassing. Well,
0: yeah, he's, he's... No, no, no. no. I, he's it's i got to find mike ryan's likes um cuz i don't actually follow i refuse to follow kyrie. To too. um
1: yeah it's embarrassing like like i just don't understand all you had to say was i'm sorry i mean really yeah
0: and he tweeted things of uh, you know pieces <laughs> pieces first light of the tunnel you know d- dumb shit just complete dumb shit that I don't understand where where he's coming from. It's it's embarrassing that he's out there saying this shit. A clear-cut example as to why you don't give all of the fucking power to the players. In an era where everyone's about power to the players and social media and being their own business, you want to make your bread, make your bread, Papa. No one's taking money away from you. You're more than welcome to do all that but you're not going to come in here and start to tell the franchise what they do and how they do it. Cultures aren't built like that. And I mean, I hate to cite them, but San Antonio Spurs with the primo situation doesn't look good. either. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, there was more
1: that came out today, but I, I need to read on it before I speak on it. But yeah, it looks pretty yeah. bad. Um, it says there was a lawsuit filed and basically, um, the Spurs ignored it. So yeah, that's not good. Maybe we can talk about that next. Cause I, I want to read on it before I comment on it, but yeah, it For looks sure. bad. But, um, this is, this is the best quote of the Kyrie interview. Kyrie asked if he is surprised that he hurt people. Kyrie responded. Yeah. I think I can ask a better question. Where were you when I was a kid finding out that 300 million of my ancestors were buried in America? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> He's so fucking on. What are you talking about? He's on about? something, bro. He's he is, on something. He bro. is a ridiculous human being. He is.
0: I, I he mean, is. Just a really ridiculous human being. The double down. <laughs> the the dumbest of double downs. It's 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 the dumbest thing ever, man. It's uh, the dumbest if, thing ever. If they came to me and said, hey, you pay fifty
1: bucks. We're gonna live stream Kyrie's meeting with Adam Silver. I think I would pay for it. I'm not even
0: joking, <laughs> bro. He's a Jewish man. He's a Jewish man. Adam Silver is going to press them buttons, bro. Yeah, he's, he's got Jewish. to hear it. He's probably you living. cannot. Like he's I don't think living. I don't think Kyrie Irving cannot understand. Like, like can you just? It's like, if, if, do you remember the story of Ron Artest after the Malice in the Palace? In the, in the locker room and <laughs> Stephen, A. J- Stephen Jackson, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen yeah. Jackson sitting there and they're all just like taking their jerseys off and they're all like relaxing and like trying to like, like the adrenaline's still going, but they're all sitting down and run our test is just in his locker and he's like taking his shit off and he looks over to Stephen Jackson. He's just like, damn, bro. You think we're gonna get in trouble for this, motherfucker? Yes, you're gonna get in trouble for this. What do you mean? Even Jackson's like,
1: yeah, we might go to jail.
0: (laughs) We (laughs) might, we might never play again. You fucking idiot! Of course (laughs) we're gonna get in trouble. What is wrong with you, dog? Like, you think you're just gonna walk away from this shit? Like it's no big deal? Donald Sterling literally asked, (laughs) "Who was it?" Anderson Cooper. (laughs) <laughs> what what has Magic Johnson ever done for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, well, he's a, a successful businessman. He's a uh, good basketball player. <laughs> he has <eight."> AIDS. <laughs> he, <has eight. laughs> he, he just randomly called about for having AIDS. The man was, was known for hatred and vile shit, and and got the deuces, bro. And you're going to question like, no, I don't even know why this is a question. How could I hate my, how could I like what you're answering the fucking yes or no question with some sort of theoretical mantra. If, if, if the, if the cat is in the box and you don't open the box, it's the cat in the box. Shut the fuck up and answer the question, bro.
1: Jesus. All right. All
0: right. Send, send
1: Kyrie to my office. Please send him to my office. Kyrie. <laughs> Commissioner Adam Silver get here. I have to say, as a commissioner of this league, I'm very disappointed in your comments. Uh, I'm disgusted. I'm disgraced. And I have to ask you, before we go anywhere, do you believe in the Holocaust? Adam, I have to ask you, do you believe that cucumbers are better as pickles? <laughs> huh? Huh? What do you have to say about that before I answer your stupid probably. question about the Holocaust being real, which happened in 1942, where, you know, it's just going to be like, I, I, I seriously making a hundred bucks. I think I'm still paying, you know, it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous and it's probably going to end with an even further suspension. I, I guarantee I'm willing to bet that, that he gets suspended more. He's so going right. to come in and he's going to be his arrogant self thinking he's smarter than the commissioner and Adam Silver oh. is probably going to say, I want an apology, not only to me right now, but I want you to apologize to me and then step out of this room and apologize. And he ain't going to oh, do man. it. He's a, he's a he's a fucking arrogant asshole, period. Period. And I'm so tired of the, oh, Kyrie's. he's actually a smart guy. He's not fucking smart, people. No, sir. He went to Duke for no, basketball. Do you think if he didn't yeah. have a jump shot, he'd be going to Duke University? Stop, Stop with the he's a smart guy. He's shown us for Stop years it. and years he's a fucking ignorant idiot. Period.
0: Yeah. He ain't he smart. A year of, I'm tired of that yeah. shit. He had a year of Duke and a year of Duke couldn't explain to he him He was that, there for uh, six months. Whatever, yeah. Six six months, whatever. He he attended a Duke class, and all I know for sure is that a Duke education couldn't even get that man to understand that the word promoting is actually putting something on your social media. Yes, that's that's a fair analogy. That's a fair word to use. He got so caught he got so caught up with the word promoting, and it's like, don't act like I, I can imagine right now at Duke or uh at some point early in the league on your social media, I can find you promoting something on your fucking social media content. Don't tell me you've never promoted a single one of your Kyrie Irving fucking shoes. You know exactly what it fucking is, dude. You didn't put yeah. a comment, you just put a link to the fucking movie on your IG. What do you think that is, Nematode? He's a moron, bro. Moron. He's hey, a moron. What do you think it is on promotion?
1: Like, for example, I've been posting The Last of Us coming on HBO. Oh, you, yeah. you like that show? You looking forward to it, Brian? You keep posting it. I didn't make the show. Get the <laughs> fuck away from me. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? Did I make the show? What are you asking me? I'm not promoting it. I'm not promoting the
0: show. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about the show. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, this, this other just... channel, HBO, they did it. Yeah. I don't know I anything. It. Just then leave me alone. Know. What a dumb yeah. question. every just, Sunday just, night, start starting January 11th at eight nine central, I'll be somewhere. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Just every Sunday night, I'm gonna be there. Trick well, and also trick answer, uh, trick question, Adam Silver. Pickles and cucumbers are the same thing, bro. So don't get off my dick about the Holocaust, man god you could imagine how stupid that I, guy's gonna
1: be they should stream it live like we need that is a fair, fair somebody price. to hack into adam silver's webcam and fucking just put no. on twitch for us please
0: or just get an it I'm telling thing. you
1: I'm telling you it's going to end in a further suspension 100% oh, yeah he's gonna piss yeah. adam silver off adam silver might choke a bitch <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just need to get the affidavit. Just give me a breakdown. I would pay for that. I'd pay fifty dollars for the yes. I'd pay fifty (laughs) dollars for that manuscript. Just give me the rundown. I want to be able to actually see what this nematode's gonna try to say, dude. It's hilarious. He's just gonna like wizard into words and just contradict himself (laughs) seven different dials and times. He's a moron, man. You're spot on with it too. Yeah, and and.
1: Yeah, the thing is, like you said, if you don't think he's going to go in this arrogantly, look at what, I mean, they gave him a week, which was embarrassing in itself from Brooklyn, and he still, still couldn't just say, I'm sorry. At least give a a fake apology, like so many other athletes do. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, I dropped the N-word. That's not in my vocabulary. It just came out for some reason, you know. Give, Give a fake apology. I mean, seriously, just do that at least. He couldn't even fucking do that because he's
0: so much smarter than us. Um, yeah, but yeah, you got you got. Last thing I'll say about it, we can move on or we can c- cut this. David Samson gave an interesting point, and I didn't listen yes, that I want to. Thanks for reminding me. Great, great point on this, which is the notion that, and he got frustrated. He had to pause and stop himself and catch himself. Look at what the league did to Miles Leonard. This is all about, this isn't about race. This isn't about religion. This isn't about anti Semitism, which is obviously what he's displaying. This is about a true benefit based on how better you are and preferential treatment. Your ability to be able to actually get more treatment, better treatment, because you're a better player. Miles Mm -hmm. Leonard is banned and done, and he will never see the league again. Mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving does all this shit. And look, and look into how you just laid out the breakdown as to how the Brooklyn Nets have failed. And the league is failing. All because it's Kyrie Irving.
1: Yep. And and the Nets are failing, too. I mean, um, their season tickets are down. So pe- people are fed up with this shit. And
0: worst it, in the league.
1: It, yeah, worst than the league. And to make it even worse, they're bringing in a guy who just had a sexual harassment lawsuit as their coach. <laughs> this, this franchise is embarrassing and yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out next week. Cause I'm sure we'll get some info on the Kyrie Adam silver meeting, which should be a doozy. Um, yeah. Where was the David Sampson? Was it today or was it yesterday?
0: Uh, it. Have to, it would be today's Thursday. Thursday is always a David Sampson show. So let me just confirm. Um, oh, yeah. Bad. It was today local hour. Was it? Do you dream of Michael Bublé? Oh, that was it. It's the title. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. David Sampson. Perfect. All right.
1: Cool. Um, all right. That wraps it up. Number 16. Uh, fuck you, Kyrie Irving. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully Arsenal beats Chelsea. Manchester City should handle business against Fulham. And then we'll recap everything on Monday, including the uh, European draws, Champions League, Europa League. So, yeah, should be a good one. We'll be back on Monday. And uh, that's it. We out. Peace. Peace.